Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com prenatal. Welcome to Understanding Today's Narcissists, where we will explore how you can better relate and manage the narcissist in your life. I am your host, psychotherapist and author, Christine Hammond. One of the things I have noticed in my practice is that people come in and tend to lump everybody that they don't get along with as being a narcissist, and that's just simply not the case. So there are actually a lot of different personality disorders that a person can have, and what I would like to do and what we're going to do today is I'm going to go through all of them. Now, because it's so exhausting, it's such a ginormous um, list of um, symptoms and signs for each and every single one of them, I'm going to do it a little bit differently today. And what I'm going to do is um, go through the personality disorders by their name, because there's a lot to be said for how something gets named. And we're going to talk about the ones that have very descriptive names all the way for the ones that I think are actually inappropriately named or even misnamed. And the reason I'm doing this is um, so that we can kind of frame narcissism in light of other personality disorders. Just because somebody's narcissistic doesn't mean that they don't necessarily have another personality disorder. In fact, that's a common occurrence that we have more than one personality disorder in a person. Um, so it's important to kind of have an understanding of all of the different ones that exist so that you can better understand just what type of person you're actually working with. Remember, everybody's different and everyone's unique. And while these are general classifications, everybody has a different spin on it based on their past experiences, based on their DNA, based on their choices that they make in life. Those three factors really do make a big difference in how a personality disorder is developed. And, and let me just start by saying that, that um, what defines a person as having a personality disorder is that they have an inaccurate perception of reality. So their version of how things look is very different and quite distorted from how it actually is. So if you look at and think about a bell-shaped curve, they're all the way at the outside ends of a bell-shaped curve where other people that would be considered normal, which is a standard deviation of plus or minus one, um, would fall into the majority of the category and everybody else kind of falls on the outsers or we call outlayers. So what's in a name? So what is in a name for all of these? Let's go through it and talk about it just a little bit. All right, some of the descriptive names um, that I think are great for personality disorders are these four. So one of them is avoidant personality disorder. Pretty much in one word, that sums up the whole disorder. So in nearly every single environment, an avoidant person literally avoids social interaction. So the name actually says what it does. Think of them as kind of a recluse, a hermit, an outsider, a lone wolf, or a loner who likes to be it that way. Like, they're not doing it because they're upset or frustrated or depressed. They actually enjoy living life that way, and they prefer to stay that way. They don't want to change. 
So this person is not going to be on social media. They will never understand the need for it. Um, they are definitely on the avoidant side. The next one is dependent personality disorder. Again, it's a perfect description to summarize um, what it is. Dependent people need other people in nearly every area of emotional support and affirmation. So frequently they are reliant on one particular person, such as a spouse, a parent, an adult child, and often their dependency is in direct contrast to another person who is usually very independent. One of the reasons I'm going through this is because you will see a lot of narcissists married to dependent personalities because dependent personalities don't leave um, and narcissists need people who need them all the time and will never leave them. So that's why you see that match so often. The next is paranoid personality disorder. Again, the name kind of describes it. Some people truly believe that everyone is out to get them. They have baseless suspicions, and I would underline and highlight the word baseless, suspicions of family, friends, co-workers, the trash man, the police, even the cashier at the grocery store, intentionally harming them. So it's everywhere in all of their environments. They imagine hostile conversations, and they project their irrational fears as real motives of other people. When confronting um, these accusations, they insist that the problem is everybody else. It can't possibly be wrong. Uh, it can't possibly be them. They are never wrong. And the last in the most descriptive names category of the personality disorders is histrionic. The word histrionic is defined as someone who is overly dramatic or emotional. So that says it all by themselves. Um, but this personality disorder in particular includes overtly sexual or provocative behavior. So we take that drama and we knock it up a notch to the sexual and provocative. Interestingly enough, a histrionic person will see themselves as very sexual even when they're not sexually appealing or even physically attractive. Uh, that is irrelevant. How they perceive themselves is how they see it. It is almost as if they have rose-colored glasses on when they look in the mirror, but yet when they, they'll take them off when they look at others. So it's how they see themselves is dramatically different than how they see other people. A person with a similar body type might not be sexually appealing to them, um, but they will think that they are very sexually appealing. Those are the four avoidant, dependent, paranoid, and histrionic personality disorders that have very descriptive names. Now let's talk about the personality disorders that have a historical meaning, meaning instead. So there are four of those that fit into that category. The first is narcissist. So a narcissist has its origins in Greek mythology. Around 8 AD, there was a story about a beautiful hunter named Nar Narcissi who was exceptionally proud. In order to expose his his arrogance, nemesis, isn't that interesting that that's where we get the word nemesis from, which is a long-standing rival, uh, drew him to a pool of water. Narcissi, upon seeing his own reflection and not realizing it was his own image, became so attracted to himself that he refused to leave. He died there later. Thus, the name narcissist describes one who is fixated on themselves. So this has a historical meaning. The next one is borderline personality disorder. Around in the 1930s, psychoanalyst 
Adolf Stern first identified a group of people who seemed to be somewhere between neurosis and psychosis, and he called them borderline. They weren't quite in either category, so that's why he came up with the term borderline. Interestingly enough, this group is now more in line with schizotypical than borderline personality disorder. So the group that he identified isn't really the borderlines that we know of today. They are more in line with schizotypical than, than what we have right now for a borderline. But the name kind of stuck, like once a name, always a name. And so it's stuck. And so since then, the uh, official def definition of borderline personality disorder has drastically changed, but the name stuck. So that is a historical um, explanation for where we get borderline. The next is schizophrenia disorder. While this is not a personality disorder, I'm, I'm mentioning it here so that you can understand the difference between schizotypal and, and schizoid personality disorders because schizophrenia is, a la is the Latin translation from a combination of two Greek words. And I can't pronounce these very well, so uh, I'm going to do the best I can. Schizen, meaning to split, and pren, meaning mind. So a split mind is really a good description of a per person who routinely struggles with hallucinations, false perceptions, frequent fantasies, and delusions. There are times when this person is very lucid and aware of reality and times when they are not. So understand that this is not a personality disorder. I'm just using it to help you understand two other personality disorders, but it does have a historical name. Schizotypal um, personality disorder um, Obviously, this sounds like schizophrenia, right? Because that's where it came from. So it is a derivative of two different words. So schizophrenia being one and genotype being the other. So schizophrenia see, hear, and believe things that aren't really there, where the genotype is, is the genetic makeup of an, in, of an individual, like their DNA. So when you put the two together, a schizotypal personality disorder is someone who may seem schizophrenic, but is not an actual full-blown schizophrenic. So they're what I call schizophrenic light, for lack of a better way of saying that. Now, there are three personality disorders that I believe are completely misnamed. And this is just me, so, you know, I'm sure other people have different opinions on this. But here we go. The first one is antisocial personality disorder. The name antisocial does not adequately display, explain this disorder. In fact, it is often misused in our common culture as somebody who is more avoidant than they are antisocial, uh, which is the problem here. Antisocial personality disorder um, is is like calling somebody antisocial personality disorder is similar to calling an aggressively trained pit bull an unfriendly puppy. Like it doesn't make any sense. The former name of psychopath or sociopath is much more understandable and creates an immediate comprehension of what this, this disorder is. So when you put the two together, a psychopath and a sociopath, they actually fall under the antisocial personality disorder umbrella. So since antisocial um, personality disorders tend not to care too much about what other people think, this name is not likely the result of political correctness. It is just a misname that we wound up with. 
The next in this category of misnamed is obsessive compulsive personality disorder. The reason I can't stand this name is because it is so close to OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. And people think that they're the same, but they are most definitely not the same. And trying to help somebody understand the distinct difference between the two is very difficult because of the similarities in the name. Um, so, so the one thing that they do share in common characteristics, however, is that they are both obsessive and they are both compulsive in traits, thoughts, and actions. For instance, OCD, not obsessive compulsive personality disorder, but OCD people might be obsessed with being clean and therefore do compulsive behaviors such as hand washing. Generally speaking, though, the OCD is very limited to a few environments and in a few instances. In contrast, Obsessive compulsive personality disorder is not. It is pervasive. It is in a variety of situations, in a variety of circumstances, and they are obsessive and compulsive about things all over the place, at work, at home, um, in how they drive to work, in how they put their clothes on, in how they eat their food, and what they even eat. Like It is pervasive. It is in every single thing, in every area of their life. The last one I want to talk about that I think is misnamed is schizoid personality disorder. And the name schizoid was coined in the early 1900s, and yet it is not similar to schizophrenia, schizoaffective, or schizotypal, um, which is why this is so confusing because it has the name schizoid in it. So the very beginning of the word sounds like schizophrenia, but it is not even similar to either one of those disorders. Rather, is much more closely identified to an avoidant personality disorder because it has many of the same characteristics and traits, but it has an element of like a, a blunt effect, like completely flat effect on top of being avoidant. So perhaps the best definition of a schizoid is a person who pulls away from others and their own emotions or feelings, thereby creating flat, emotionless responses. I hope this helps to clarify some confusion about what the different personality disorders look like um, just by looking at their names and by understanding it. Because frequently when we talk about just one, we have to look at it in incorporation of the whole spectrum of all of the possible disorders that exist out there. And you will find that most narcissists have like little itty bits and traits of several other personality disorders. So it's important to know what those look like because we don't want to incorrectly label somebody as a narcissist who might really be obsessive compulsive, for instance, because I have seen that um, different or somebody who's actually antisocial personality disorder frequently is misdiagnosed as a narcissist. And when you look at female narcissists, a lot of them are identified as borderlines. When they're not borderlines, they're actually female narcissists. So we see a lot of that kind of confusion that goes on back and forth. So hopefully this helps to clear it up. Um, and we will talk a little bit more about some of the narcissism um, later at a different session. Thank you for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes to make sure that you don't miss another one. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit us at growwithchristine.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next time with a new episode.
produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.